0: Thank you, Jesus. Why don't we just reach our hands out wherever we are this morning, here in the auditorium, Parkside, watching online together, top of New South Wales, on the banks of the Murray, York Peninsula, wherever else you're watching around this beautiful country, around this beautiful world that we live in. Father, I just pray, God, that while we're together and we're apart, at the same time, God, that you would pour your spirit out upon us. God, I pray for those tuning in while they're away on holidays. For the long weekend, the school holidays, for longer, whatever that looks like, God, just pray that there would be moments of your spirit being poured out. Holy Spirit come. thank you for I so love that we worship a God who isn't limited by the four walls that we limit ourselves by so often. It's like being in church together. Yes, we come, we feel the presence of God, but online, you can still get a fresh touch from heaven. Just as we're worshipping, I was just reminded of a, a testimony, Phil Hancocks, running the show down there at Parkside this morning. Parkside people, give him a shout out. Let's give Phil a shout out here too. Absolute legends. But Phil shared this a number of, oh, it was probably years ago now, but he was watching. I think he was sick or he was studying. He was doing something. He couldn't get to whatever meeting it was. And I think it was one of the conferences, presence conferences or something back in the day. And Pastor Phil was moving in the spirit. if you've got pain in your, I think it was knee but leg or wherever the the part of the body was, if you've got pain there why don't you just put your hand on it right now and let's pray believing and feel in a different state did exactly that and was healed it's like, so don't if you're watching online this morning, if you're watching at Parkside this morning, around the country online, don't don't go, oh but God can't move because I'm not there no, he can, and if you're at Parkside this morning, then get filled share that with you directly afterwards. And if you're going, oh, really? Well, yep, it's true. It happens, because Phil told me it happens. And uh, so don't go, oh, but I'm not there, so I'm missing out. It's like, no, you're only missing out, because that's up here. Because our mindset is, oh, I'm just watching online. God can't move. No, God can move if we engage. Whether we're here in the auditorium, Whether we're watching online, God is with us if we allow him to be. It's good, right? It is good. Hey, we're going to get into the word this morning. So why don't we put our hands together and thank the team once again. Superb job. You guys can grab your seats. And here we go, on to continuing, on to, continuing, continuing our series, 12 week series of Sent to Build Community. And uh, there's, yep, there we go, coming up behind me. And so I love this whole series that we're on at the moment of just focusing in on different words, phrases, groups of people, oh, and, excuse uh, me, Excuse you, (laughs) Centerville Community, we're not there just yet, Gavin, it's coming. Did anybody pick where that was from? Oh, it's already onto it, (laughs) wow, that's quick. Um, It was from Gilmore Girls for anyone who's interested. But, is it Gilmore Girls? No, it wasn't Gilmore Girls, so you're so wrong, yes. Um, So that's a little bit later. But Centerville Community and Including, so we can get our Including back up. And um, I've got one scripture for us this morning, because I don't want to overcomplicate things for us when we look at including. All right, because this is it: Matthew 28. twenty-eight, eighteen to twenty. Then Jesus came to them and said to his disciples, "All authority." Jesus left us with. That's what his great commission, his great command, that's what he sent us to do. So when we say we're sent, what's gone? Looking at the screen and it's not there. When we say we're sent to build community, all right, how do we go and make disciples? Including everybody. Because if we don't include people in our journey, then we're never going to build community. And if we can't build community, we're never going to make disciples. And that's that. So we've got to, I'll get this wrong now in reverse, we've got to include people. It's as simple as that. And uh, I was thinking about some stories of including people in my life and then I heard a great one. A little while ago we um, had our pulpit training group which Pastor Bruce runs and the preachers and -and up-and-coming preachers, some of our youth team uh, um, are there as well because they're preaching regularly on Friday nights and we all shared a little story about including and I was going to share my inclusion story and then I thought, well, you guys hear enough from me and uh, so let's get someone else up to tell a story this morning and so I want you to put your hands together and welcome Kirsten up this morning. Because yeah. her story is heaps better than mine was anyway, so over to you Kirsten.
1: I didn't feel like my story was anything special, but um, my story of inclusion also like, doesn't include just me, which would be silly because it's a story of inclusion, so if it was just about me it wouldn't make sense, but actually Curbs, you're thrown in here too, so I don't know if you knew that. Anyway, okay, so my, um, in preparation for what Pastor Bruce had tasked us with, which was what's your story of inclusion, I kind of sat down and for me, um, when I think about inclusion and what it means, uh, for me, the word intention is always coupled together with that. So for me, when I was thinking about stories of inclusion um, and stories where people had intentionally done something... For me, that story included Kirby and uh, when I first started coming here. So, I started coming here in about the end of 2019 and I met a whole bunch of Parkside people and then they up and left, so I had to (laughs) start again. Um, But one of the first ways, times, that I would say I felt really included was actually being included to a connect group. So, Kirby sent me a message in November of 2019 uh, inviting me to a Connect group lunch. And if you're not part of a Connect group, like that, I would so encourage you to because I felt so blessed by mine and it is one of the ways that I've been included and brought into this community. Um, but Kirby, <laughs> we reflected on this before we were coming up with this story and Kirby's reflection on this was that she felt like that weird rando who just found me on Facebook and invited me, and she was... <laughs> Um, But she had taken the time out of her day and I think, like, in conversations with Emily, I've been like, I don't know whether I do, like, I'm just going to be that person that invite, do I, don't I? Um, And so for Kirby, your intentional action, Kirby, to invite me and to send through that maybe weirdly awkward feeling message blessed me and made me feel like I uh, belonged or like I was part of the community But on the flip side of that, it would have been really easy for me to just get that and get the warm and fuzzies and be like, oh, that's really nice. She's just invited me to a Connect group lunch. Um, But, like, without actually doing anything on my own or taking my own intentional step to do anything about that, I was invited but I wasn't included. So um, my reflection on being included in my Connect group was that actually then it took a step from me to be a little bit uncomfortable because I am 100% an introvert. <laughs> so being up here is like... Uh, um, <laughs> but like going to somewhere where I don't necessarily know any, anyone very well and engaging in that awkward small talk and getting to know people better is not a comfortable space for me. So without my own intention or my own action of intentionally stepping out of my own comfort zone to talk to people and to be involved. Like, I would have been invited, but I hadn't included myself. So, on both sides, like, it took an intentional action for Kirby to invite me and an intentional action on my part to go and be included in the conversation and build community um, which is, yeah, still something that I think I'm learning too and challenged in. That sometimes it's okay to be awkward and uncomfortable when we're inviting or including other people, because without that, sometimes it doesn't happen. For me, that was like one of the first times that I felt really included. So, yeah, I'm gonna end my story there.
0: So good. Thank you, Kirsten. Were you allowed to? No, you need to stand up here with me for the rest of the time. I want to include you. No? I've invited you. It's up to you now. I've invited you. It's up to you whether you want to be included or not. You're welcome to stay there. That's fine. I love it. But how good is that? And looking around the room and everybody online this morning... It's like, just take a moment to think back to your first time. Because whether it was churches coming up 28 years old, whether it was 28 years ago, or whether it was 28 days ago, we all had a first time. And it might be a little bit harder to remember if you've been around for 28 years, but... But everybody started with that invitation. We all started with that that invitation. Somebody invited us to come to church. Might have been ourselves, we might have found it online and decided this is where I'm going to go. But, But we still had to take the step of deciding to step out. because if we're going to be including, see, there's a whole deal of including within the four walls. At Harndorf, at Parkside, at Henley Beach, at whatever other organisation you're part of. There's a deal of being included and, and sitting there. But, but you know, that there's, that's not the go and make disciples. Yes, we make disciples within the four walls. Yes, we make disciples as part of, our connect groups and our Bible studies that we do and the Bible reading plan that we're reading together, that's all part of our discipleship journey. But point one this morning, and the thing that I want us to to get into us, and Kirsten said it in there, is number one this morning, go. Go. Because it's all well and good to have such a nice church service, but if we're not going into our community if we're not going into our workplace, if we're not going into our street, going into our family, going into the areas of our life that we have all part of, if we're not going into them to make disciples, then we're not doing what Jesus has called us to do, include people in our journey. Because discipleship is exactly that. It's including people in my journey. Do I need to start bringing scriptures into someone to disciple them? No. At some point, yes, it's probably a good idea because we are disciples of Jesus, but but in its rawest form, discipleship, what did Jesus do? Walking along the beach and he said, you come follow me. Discipleship started in that moment. Did he prophesy over him, lay hands on him? Did he quote scripture at them to get them to come? Did he Did he invite them to a worship night? No, he just said, come and hang out. And let's see where things go. That's what we're called to do. Go and make disciples is go. Get out. Enjoy life. Live life as a disciple of Jesus so that when people are hanging out with you, they see what's different. When you're rocking up to the store, when you're rocking up to the build site, when you're rocking up to the staff room, the conference room, the... Interview though Whatever it is that we're doing, we rock up and we can have discipleship moments in there because we don't fly off the hat when something goes wrong. We can have a moment of including somebody because there's an outcast that nobody else wants but we're including them in what we're doing. Go. So we don't all get to stand up the front and preach on a Sunday morning. The percentage of that happening, for a start, there's only 52 Sundays in a year. So straight away, there's not very many opportunities to preach on the platform on a Sunday. Between Parkside and Harndorf, Pastor Bruce, Pastor Simon and myself cover off, let's say, 80% of them. You do the math because I can't not in my notes, so I don't have the number there, so I'm not going to do maths on the fly. What is it, Mr. Sampson? 40. We've covered 40. So there's about 22 left. 12. So this is why I don't do maths on the fly. 12. So there's about 12 Sundays left. All right. So the chances of 100 people getting up to use this platform to go and make disciples is very... But but Jesus isn't exclusive here where he says, if you're a preacher, go and make disciples. He says, no, everybody, 100% of us, go and make disciples. So point number one this morning is go. And it's impossible to do this unless we're inclusive. So when you're on holidays this morning, travelling around the countryside, make disciples. Don't just go, oh, well, no, it's all right, I'm on holidays. I'm going to sit back and I'm just going to smash beers and just lays around and abuse my wife and yell at my kids it's like no make disciples make choices in that moment to go you know what there's somebody watching me while I'm sitting in the caravan park there's someone watching me while I'm at the resort there's someone watching me while I'm at the conference and they're going to have a moment of hey that family yep they've got their issues they've had their arguments but there's something about them what's that that's that's about going and making disciples. That's about including people in our worlds. And so making disciples happens in two places. happens in here, but it happens predominantly out there. The majority of where we're making disciples is not within the four walls of our church. It's when we're in the rest of our week, two hours. On a Sunday morning we spend together out of the whole year. I'm definitely not gonna try and do the maths of the percentage of what that is. Someone will yell it out in a minute, Mrs. Sampson. But it's it's kind of it's what I refer to as my teacher when I call her Mrs. Sampson instead of Julie. But but it's like it's such a small time that we get here. If you then include a prayer night or a connect group or a Bible study night or something that you're doing further than just rocking up on a Sunday morning, then, yeah, it just comes up a little bit, but it's still such a small amount of time that we spend here. But Jesus isn't talking about the here. He's talking about the there. And so I want to encourage you this morning, go. Go and make disciples. Where do I go? It's probably the next question, right? everywhere, anywhere, I don't care, I don't think Jesus cares, he just says go and make it happen, he just says go into wherever you're comfortable and so there's there's what I love about church and I've said this so many times here before but there's people that are right into sport and there's people that don't give a rip about sport, there's people that are into sewing and knitting and other bits and pieces like but there's other people that don't don't care about that it's like Elizabeth into her weaving go and make a difference yeah. when she's gathering with her friends and the, the group of people that do that with her am I going to go into that? no but is Elizabeth going to come into the football club and hang out with? no Maybe she might. She'd do a lot better in the football club than I'd do in... But but it's like we've got extremes because guess where our community lives? Our community lives in extremes. And so if we're going to go into all the world and make disciples, guess what we need? We need people who are comfortable. We need people who are confident. We need people who aren't aliens but sit in those realms... So that they can, so that we can, go and make disciples. Because it's all well and good to say, Jordan, go and make disciples. This week you're not going there, but you're going into the massage parlour. And you're going to sit there, and you're going to greet everybody, and you're going to, you'd probably fit right in there, because of masseuse. You used to be. Probably picked the wrong thing for you, as soon as I, so I know (laughs) parlours. The massage part, not the parlor part. All right. <laughs> clinic massage clinic. So it makes it sound a little yeah. I you go where you want to go? All right. It was a clean thought here, whatever you've done with it. That is your problem. I'm good with I don't have an answer for that. No, Siri. Siri isn't sure either. <clears throat> Did give me an address. No, she didn't give me an address. But it's like, where, where are we going? Anywhere. Stop, stop getting so caught up, is what I want to say this morning here, on trying to figure out where do I go? What do I do? Who's the person for me? We've had, over the years, we've had Connect 3 cards and Plus 1 cards and all sorts of different devices and mechanisms for us to try and hone in on where we're going. But what if we just live life and be intentional when we're living life to make connections and include people instead of exclude people do we think maybe that that might be what Jesus wants us to do build community by including so the world says you have a birthday party and you only have this many people and you, you have a whatever other party and you have, a, you have a wedding and you've got to get the numbers down because if you have a, have a wedding and just go, oh, let's include everybody, then it's like nobody can afford that. Unless you're Greek, they apparently seem to just find a way to make it all happen. But, but it's like you've got to get the numbers down But so everything we do is all about shrinking class sizes, shrinking Everything. But it's like, no, it's so counterculture. What we're wanting to do is include everybody. Open up the eyes. Open up the horizon to go, well, let's not just focus on this person, but let's just include people as we go through life. Let's include people as we go through life. To all nations. Literally means to all nations. We've done a bit of a swap, we've got Germans here and Pastor Bruce and Julia in Germany and or well, near enough, they've just crossed the border into Czech, but it's like all nations. But all nations, don't let all nations think, Oh, I've got to go overseas. No, go next door. Start next door. It's a lot cheaper to go next door than it is to go overseas. Start next door by knocking on the door. If you've got neighbours like us, then it can be a little challenging because they're not very open and they're quite shut off to go and knock and go and say hi and it's generally to fetch your kid's ball that's gone over the fence or a hat that a sibling's thrown over the fence or whatever else has happened and it's like... yes some of the most uncomfortable conversations, but you get those conversations, right? It's pretty easy then to go in and do other conversations. And so don't think that when we've got those opportunities that it's not what Jesus is about. It's exactly what he's on about in those moments. And so we'll roll that clip now, Gavin. Can
2: I get a refill, please? Coming right up. Excuse are, are you all right? Yeah. No, it's a long story. Well, I like stories. I'm considered a bit of a storyteller myself.
1: My husband? Have you heard of New York's Noah?
2: <laughs> the guy who's building the ark. That's him. I love that story. Noah in the ark. You know, a lot of people miss the point of that story. They think it's about God's wrath and anger. They love it when God gets angry. What is the story about then, the Ark? Well, I think it's a love story. About believing in each other. You know, the animals showed up in Mm pairs. They stood by each other, side by side. Just like Noah and his family. Everybody entered the Ark side by side. But my husband says God told him to do it. What do you do with that? Sounds like an opportunity. Let me ask you something. If someone prays for patience, do you think God gives them patience? Or does he give them the opportunity to be patient? If they prayed for courage, does God give them courage, or does he give them opportunity to be courageous? If someone prayed for the family to be closer, do you think God zaps them with warm, fuzzy feelings? Or does it give them opportunities to love each other? serve. Enjoy.
0: Not quite Gilmore Girls. Heaps better than Gilmore Girls. Although Gilmore Girls was pretty good back in the day but I only watched it because I had sisters. Evan Almighty, Bruce Almighty, two of the best slash worst movies ever made at the same time Um, unbelievable but just unbelievable Um, but I love that scene and that script because the what we've got is that Jesus says go and make disciples of all nations baptizing them in the name of the father and the son and the holy spirit and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded and surely and surely I am with you always to the very end of the age and surely that word surely is like it just when i read it it's just like hang on there's there's an emphasis All right? Yeah, so you remember it now. An emphasis. The emphasis is on the surely I am with you. And so if he's with us when we go, do you think he's going to knock us down? Do you think he's going to set us up to fail? Or do you think like the clip we just watched... Do you think it might be something about that person that we keep bumping into every morning when we're in line for coffee? It's like, oh, they just annoy me. You know, you arrive five minutes earlier to try and avoid them, but they're still there. Or you arrive five minutes later to try and avoid them, but you still just keep bumping into them. You go to a different shop to try and avoid that person that you keep bumping into in your regular shop. Do kiss and drop instead of going in at school because you you don't want to bump into that mum or that dad anymore. Change your routine to work around whatever it is in your life. But what if... What if it's not... What if it's not an annoying time in your life, but it's an opportunity... Because he puts opportunities in front of us all the time. And why does he put opportunities in front of us all the time? Because he said, go and make disciples. And so if Jesus said, go and make disciples, guess what he wants us to do? He wants us to go and make disciples. So he's not going to put stumbling blocks in our way to stop us from going and making disciples. He's going to put opportunities in front of us, so that we can include people in our world and make disciples. So that we can include people in our world and build community. And so I love, I love the fact that as we start to look at our lives, and what I, wanna, what I want us to get to this morning is a time... We're going to enter into in just maybe two minutes so the team can prep for that of having communion together to close our meeting today. Probably should have said something online earlier. If you're watching online, Parkside Crew were given a heads up, but if you're watching online somewhere else around the country, then if you've got something there that you can take as communion... But what I want us to do today as we take communion together is I want us to, to think about the opportunities in our life. Yeah, can you come? Please, thank you. Up to you. See, because as we come around communion... Jesus says, when he's in that moment of the last supper, he says, "Do this in remembrance of me." <clears throat> All right, the remembrance of me isn't just about that, but I think the remembrance of me is God. The remembrance of me is yes, he's he's died on the cross. Yes, we've got the flesh. And we've got the blood, the body and the blood that are represented as we take communion this morning. And it's remembering the sacrifice, the sacrifice of Jesus on the cross. But the sacrifice of Jesus on the cross Don't take this the wrong way. Don't come and throw stones or send me emails afterwards. But the sacrifice of Jesus on the cross is worthless if we don't go and make disciples. If we don't include people in the journey. Because he didn't he did do it just for, for you and me. If we were the only person, he would have done it. But he's sent us... To go and make disciples not just of the people that we like not just of the people within the group the cool group or whatever it is he sent us to make disciples of all nations which means we need to include all people and so as we take communion this morning as you eat the bread as you drink the cup I want you to just think about the sacrifice that he made and balance that with how am I doing at the moment at going how am I doing at the moment at taking the opportunities or am I avoiding the opportunities Because I'm guilty of going down a different aisle in a supermarket because I've seen someone. Go, oh, no, I don't have time for that. I don't have time to get stuck in a conversation with them. Oh, no, I'm, I'm not in the mood to deal with their stuff today. And so you just skirt around and, oh, no, get home and go, well, I didn't get milk because there was someone else at the fridge section. I didn't want to risk it. And so, God, I just pray. God, for every one of us here at Parkside, everyone watching online this morning. God, I pray that we would be a community that's sent to build community a community that isn't exclusive, but a community that's inclusive. And that God, as we take the bread, as we take the cup this morning, God, we would remember why, why we're inclusive. God, we would remember why we're building community because of you, for you, Let's eat, let's drink. close with a song in just a moment but can I encourage you church, wherever you do or whatever you do, wherever you go, make disciples, include people in the journey include people doesn't mean you need to take people on holidays with you but when you're there, include the people around you be friendly be hospitable don't exclude if you need prayer for anything around this or anything else then please come down the front while we sing this song or after we've sung this song same for the guys at Parkside don't go home feeling like oh just a mess deal with it if you're watching online, you can email us. There's a link on our, on the website there that you can fill out a prayer request. We'll be praying for you this afternoon during the week if you do that. And we can contact you as well. If you haven't entered into a relationship walking with Jesus, if you haven't started to follow him along the beach, come and have a conversation afterwards. because he wants you to be walking with him. He wants to include you in what he's doing. And so we can pray a prayer together to do that, to be inclusive. And so if that's you, come and see me after the service. Again, you can click a link online and let us know. Speak to Phil and Hannah down at Parkside if that's you down there. But let's stand to our feet. Let's sing to close the meeting today. God bless you, church.